uh, one of the stronger storms we've seen this fall uh, is going to impact the region. And uh, for ski country in particular, uh, I think things are going to get pretty interesting. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. It is time for a storm track, and that means uh, the weather's going to change. No more of this above-average temp stuff. It's going to get colder. It might actually snow. How much? Uh, We don't know. That's why it's time for a storm track. We have Josh Fox of the Single Chair Weather Blog here with us today. Josh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's, uh, It's nice to be with you, Alex. Thank you for uh, making the time. I know it was short notice, but that's how these things happen. Uh, we like to get them out so there's enough time for people to actually listen to them uh, before the snow falls. So we'll be right back with Josh Fox from the Single Chair Weather Blog to talk about the snow on the way and uh, what you might have in store for your Thanksgiving skiing plans if you've uh, if you've made some. So stay with us. Season 3 of Wintry Mix is supported by World Cup Supply has served the ski resort, race, and event industry since 1991. Visit worldcupsupply.com to see the complete selection of race gates, safety, and crowd control fencing, on-hill tools, poles, nets, you name it. If you are running a ski resort, an event, or an event at a ski resort, then trust World Cup Supply for the gear that ensures safety and success. All right, get on a plane, fly to Salt Lake City, and devour the powder at Snowbird in Little Cottonwood Canyon. With 500 inches average annual snowfall, seven minute tram rides to the summit, and over 3,000 vertical feet, this will make your season. Check out fourth night free slope side lodging options or visit with your mountain collective pass. Snowbird.com is step one. Step two is follow Snowbird on social to stay stoked until you arrive. Over 250 ski areas use Liftopia to reach millions of skiers and riders planning their trips. But what you might not know is that Liftopia's cloud store is also the most widely used e-commerce ticketing technology for ski area websites, with over 100 North American ski resorts using the platform. Your team, your strategy, your customers partnered with the best e-commerce support and technology in the industry. Visit Liftopia.com and click platform to learn more or email partners at liftopia.com to schedule a call today. And we're back. It's November 17th. I'm your host, Alex Kaufman, and this is a special Storm Track episode, which means the weather's going to change and it might just snow. And we have Josh Fox, whose claim to fame is the single chair weather blog in the ski world. Uh, Josh, I've enjoyed your blog for I don't know how many years, at least three, four, or five, but I think it's been around a lot longer. How long have you been putting that blog together? It's actually been uh, over 10 years now in some form. Uh, It took the shape of a blog uh, actually in uh, December of 2006. So uh, this this would be uh, the 10-year anniversary of of the single chair weather blog in its current in, you know in, in, in current form, um, but I've I've volunteered to do work uh, for uh, Mad River Glen, uh, the co-op there, uh, since 2004. So it's it's been a while. My relationship with those guys. And then the history in in the weather, obviously a, a, a more than 10 year history doing the blog with Mad River Glen. Uh, but what first got you the weather bug? 
it was when I was really young. Uh, I developed, uh, you know, I don't know where it came from, actually. I could trace it all the way back to getting uh, a stunning, uh, you know, stunning impact from Hurricane Elena when I was uh, staying at the grandparents' house uh, on the Gulf Coast of uh, Florida. And uh, that was when I was nine in 1985. You know, we, we had in the 1990s, we had some uh, incredible storms uh, that impacted you know, both me and, uh, you know, vast parts of interior New England and uh, became interested enough to uh, pursue a degree uh, in meteorology at uh, Penn State, uh, which is what I did, uh, and I received that in 1998. We we probably have a few listeners who were not alive for the Superstorm, which is probably crazy to think about. Um, was that like seven feet in North Carolina, something like that? Uh, meteorological perfection, I like to refer to it as. Uh, if you watch that storm, you can find it. Went on YouTube or something like that. You can find some incredible satellite imagery of that storm, and uh, it's just simply incredible to watch it develop. Uh, but in many ways, it was a once-in-a-lifetime event, and uh, I was, I, I'm glad I was around for it. I didn't get the most snow. Uh, I was closer. To, I grew up closer to New York City. I would have been a junior in high school when that hit. Uh, but I was, uh, it was utterly fascinating to watch it. Well, we're not in for the superstorm here pretty soon, and it's going to be 60 degrees up here on Saturday, but uh, it starts getting interesting after that, but I'll let you take it from here. What are you seeing? Well, people are just so hungry uh, for, for some good snow in Vermont. As you know, it was an absolutely awful winter in that regard last year, and um, you know, it's not hard to be more optimistic uh, for this year, considering what happened last year. Uh, that being said, we've had a, a big struggle uh, sustaining any amount of cold weather uh, in New England or any other part of the East Coast. The pattern has been unable to support uh, those kind of temperatures. And uh, with the exception of uh, a couple days in October, we've seen very little in the way of winter weather. Uh, but that will change. Uh, we are moving into a different pattern. Uh, we are seeing uh, some loosening uh, of the jet stream in the Pacific, uh, which essentially means the Pacific, uh, the, the jet stream in the Pacific will get a little weaker. Uh, but at the same time, there will be enough storminess across the U.S. to keep uh, things interesting. And, uh, you know, after some warm weather late this week, uh, one of the stronger storms we've seen this fall uh, is going to impact the region. And uh, for ski country in particular, uh, I think things are going to get pretty interesting. So are we talking, um, you know, rain, then snow with upslope? Uh, it's not a coastal, right? I mean, how is this thing going to be put together? It, it, it always amazes me how well-versed uh, Vermonters, especially those ski, are in the weather. I'm always amazed how much they follow it and uh, how, how well-versed they are with the terminology. Uh, and uh, you, you hit it on the head. I think we're going to see a little bit of rain. Uh, but the storm's going to gradually uh, wind up uh, in, uh, in meteorological terms. It's going to occlude. And uh, occlusions typically mean that the storm's, you know, attained its maximum strength and will begin to weaken. Uh, and what it also means is that uh, well-defined cold fronts and warm fronts sort of disappear. Uh, but the good thing about occlusions is that uh, the mountains become a really, really good tool to wring out the lingering moisture in the atmosphere. And uh, after we get a little bit of rain uh, and then a changeover to a little bit of snow uh, on late, uh, late, I guess, on Sunday the 20th, then we're going to see, you know, this occlusion take shape and we're going to see moisture spin around this wrapped up system in the Canadian Maritimes. 
and we'll see uh, snow for uh, a, quite a significant amount of time in the high country uh, starting late, later on Sunday and lasting all the way until Tuesday. So uh, the snowfall, actually, if you're above maybe 1,500 or 2,000 feet, uh, could be quite significant. You know, I, I tweeted out earlier today uh, uh, on, my, on my Twitter account that I thought above the mid-station at Mad River Glen could see upwards of a foot of snow. And then as you move north, uh, you know, you get to Stowe and Smuggler's Notch and eventually uh, Jay Peak, and they will do even better. Uh, so uh, I'm not sure what those ski areas have in terms of uh, an opening day and when they plan to, to do what, but I'm sure this storm uh, is going to uh, have an effect on what their what their plans are going to you know plans are going to be because uh, some significant accumulations are certainly possible over 2,000 feet. I've definitely seen a handful of resorts uh, shouting out that they're shooting for Wednesday. Um, I think that includes Okemo, that includes Stowe, at least here in Vermont, uh, Sunday River as well. Um, obviously, those are TBD and, and check in with the resorts uh, before you go. But what I found interesting with this with this weather event that's coming is that Vermont is kind of the eastern edge. And as you go west or even south, um, I've seen some some large predictions. So let's let's play a little game here. Now, obviously, these are not hard numbers, um, but assuming, say, you know, 1,500 feet or so, um, I'll tell you a place you, you throw out a number you think maybe they'll pull in that 48 hour period. So let's, let's, let's go with like the cat skills. I'm, I'm at Hunter and I'm at 1500 feet. How are they going to do? Uh, I think Hunter will do okay because of, uh, how West they are positioned. And I think they will get, uh, you know, a little bit of lake moisture added into to the mix. Uh, I would actually prefer to be in the Adirondacks as opposed to the cat skills. Okay. I would say let's call it three to five inches in the cat skills. And then let's go way west, um, just east of Buffalo, you know, the peak and peak, uh, a hidden valley area. Are they looking at any, any lake effect? Yes, absolutely. I mean, the lakes uh, have been extremely warm. Uh, so uh, we're looking at some of the coldest air of the, uh, the, uh, the late autumn season. The, the, the typical snowbelt areas uh, may actually have trouble uh, remaining cold enough to support snow. But I think, again, if you go up above 2,000 feet, you know, Hidden Valley doesn't have too much terrain above that. But uh, if you go uh, you know, up toward the summit, they, they could do pretty well. And then you mentioned the Adirondacks doing better. So Whiteface is going is to see what? Uh, I, think, I think Whiteface is going to do incredibly well. Uh, I think they will do incredibly well. I think I would not be surprised uh, if they get it over two feet, you know, in some of the high country, especially as you get, again, above 2,000, 2,500 feet. Uh, I would, if I could pick a ski area, uh, to do the best out of this storm, I would say Whiteface and Jay Peak. Uh, I would pick those two. Uh, I think Jay will do very well. They always do uh, in these types of situations. Uh, but I think the Adirondacks in particular are positioned very well uh, to receive a really, really good conveyor of moisture once the storm wraps up uh, and the inclusion takes shape. And this is sort of uh, as we get into Monday and the Monday evening and early Tuesday. Do we have a sleeper event for the high elevations of West Virginia or not so much? I don't think so. I think the moisture is uh, limited to uh, western New York and interior New England. Uh, this is why I didn't think the Catskills would do as well. I do think they could get some snow in the high country in northeast PA. Uh, but as you move south into the Laurel Highlands of Pennsylvania and then the Appalachian Mountains of uh, West Virginia, I don't think they're going to do particularly well. Maybe, maybe a dusting uh to an inch or so but i don't think this storm is uh is meant for them and i think we're going to see this theme play out a few times over the course of the winter they had didn't have as bad of a winter 
uh, you know, last year compared to, uh, you know, us up here in Vermont, I think we're going to do much better than they will this year. And then take me into the week following. So Thanksgiving week is a week that some people try to ski a lot if they can. Uh, is it going to warm right back up? Or what do you see in kind of that Wednesday through the weekend uh, next week? Well, I, I, you know, I suggested uh, in, in a tweet that uh, the, the upcoming pattern uh, looks stormy and exciting in spots. One of those uh, points of excitement being, of course, this weekend and early next week. Uh, but uh, uh, the pattern overall is an incredibly cold. I mean, this, the, the, it, it's, it's a stormy pattern. But there's uh, there's some fundamentals within the jet stream that are lacking to support you know big intrusions of Arctic cold, and I don't see I don't, I don't see us really getting any. At the same time, there will be marginal amounts of cold, so it won't be uh, tremendously above normal either. Uh, we are going to see I think one to two more storms after this uh, this one, uh, and uh, the timing is, is still uh, a bit of a question, but I think around or just after Thanksgiving uh, for, for one, and then, uh, you know, potentially another one uh, either, uh, over, you know, the, the weekend after Thanksgiving uh, as we head into the last few days of November, so that following week. We'll both have, again, very marginal temps, so it'll be a close call uh, whether we see rain or snow. Uh, but at least uh, we're not talking about, uh, you know, record warmth anymore. And uh, I'm very happy to, to see that as we head into early December. Yeah, we'll we'll take seasonal temps. Those will actually uh, do us some good. Yeah, it's not hard to beat what we saw last year. So, you know, again, in December was atrocious. It was, you know, anywhere between 13 and 18 degrees above normal across most of the state. So uh, it was kind of hard to uh, to get any skiing in with those kind of those kind of temperatures. And then really quick, New Hampshire and Maine, them being a little bit further to the east, they'll get the, the cool down, but not quite the upslope, I'd assume. Yeah, well, the way the storm wraps up on Sunday, uh, the, the center of the decaying area of low pressure is actually going to be over the state of Maine. And the closer you are sometimes to these uh, these storms, the worse off you can be as far as getting into that layer of decaying moisture. Uh, and the models are, are predicting that. Now, there's, there's, uh, there's some degree of uncertainty, I think, when you're talking about uh, you know, um, you know, plumes of moisture like this, it can it can vary by upwards of 100 miles as far as where it actually sets up. But if you're close to the center of the low pressure area or the decaying area of uh, lowest pressure, uh, you're, it's not a great place to be. I think Maine is probably the worst in that regard because it looks like they're going to be pretty close to where this uh, stationary low sets up. New Hampshire, not quite as bad. I think the White Mountains will get some snow. Uh, I think Jay Peak will do better, though, and I think the Adirondacks might even do better than that. So that would be my, my take on it right now. And, uh, of course, there's storms that miss the Adirondacks and, uh, and do very well, uh, perform very well in the White Mountains and uh, across Maine. But I think this one, uh, Vermont, and uh, particularly the Adirondacks, is the best place to be. Well, I appreciate your time, Josh Fox. I appreciate your work because uh, I spend a good amount of my days uh, especially preseason uh, hiking the single chair, so I'll be watching for uh, for an update. Uh, single chair weather blog. Um, that's probably the best way to do it. Just type in single chair weather blog into Google, huh? Uh, that's it. I think that's. I would do it that way. Uh, it's Mad River Glen. Uh, Mad River Glen weather dot but uh, you can find it on the Mad River Glen website, and uh, you can type it into Google. You know, anyway, and you can follow me at Twitter uh, at uh, single chair weather weather being spelled W X. 
Sounds good. Well, we will call that our second storm track of the season here on Wintry Mix. We have support from VPR and their members. You can check out all of our episodes at wintrymixcast.com or follow us on iTunes. I'm Alex Kaufman. He's Josh Fox, the single chair weather blogger, and hopefully it will dump Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday and then stay cold afterwards. Uh, but either way, when the next big change comes or the next big storm is on the way, we'll try to get a storm track into the feed here for you. Pray for snow and um, talk to you soon. I try to get these things out quick because as we know, the weather information ages fast. <laughs> it does. It does. All right. Well, thanks for uh, putting it all together.